industry he was in had a deeply ingrained subterranean culture. Hundreds of millions of dollars were often at stake. And when it came down to it, the choice between an eight-figure bank account and a dingy cell in a supermax federal penitentiary was a no-brainer. He was about to knock on the door of the tent. It was a huge, air-conditioned, semi-rigid wall tent with a solid door and glass windows, when something made him pull his hand back raised voices, not just raised, but angry, seriously angry. He leaned closer to the door. You should have told me. It's my project, goddammit, a man's voice erupted. You should have told me right from the start. Danny knew that voice well. Dominic Reese, his mentor and the project's lead scientist, its P.I., short for Principal Investigator, a professor of electrical engineering and computer science at MIT, Reese occupied hallowed ground in Danny's world. He'd taught Danny in several of his formative classes and had kept a close eye on Danny's work throughout his PhD before inviting him to join his team for the project all those months ago. It was an opportunity and an honor Danny couldn't possibly pass up. And while Danny knew that the professor had a habit of expressing his opinions more forcefully and vociferously than most, he detected something else in his voice now. There was a hurt, an indignation that he hadn't heard before. "'What would your reaction have been?' the second man's voice, which wasn't familiar to Danny, was equally inflamed. "'The same,' Reese replied emphatically. "'Come on, just think about it for a second. Think about what we can do together, what we can achieve. Reese's fury was unabated. I can't help you do this. I can't be a party to it. Dom, please. No. Think about what we can... No, Reese interrupted. Forget it. There's no way. The words had an unmistakable finality to them. A leaden quiet skulked behind the door for a few tense moments. Then Danny heard the second man say, I wish you hadn't said that. What the hell does that mean? Reese shot back. No answer came back. Then Reese's voice came back, tinged with a sudden unease. What about the others? You haven't told any of them, have you? An assertion, not a question. No. When were you planning on letting them in on your revised mission statement? I wasn't sure. I had to get your answer first. I was hoping you'd help me win them over, convince them to be part of this. Well, that's not going to happen, Reese retorted angrily. As a matter of fact, I'd like to get them all the hell away from here as soon as possible. I can't let you do that, Dom. The words seemed to freeze Reese in his tracks. What do you mean you can't let me do that? He said defiantly. A pregnant silence greeted his question. Danny could just visualize Reese processing it. So what are you saying? You're not going to... Reese's voice trailed off for a beat, then came back with the added urgency of a sudden, horrible realization. Jesus, have you completely lost your mind? The outrage in the old man's tone froze Danny's spine. He heard Reese say, You son of a bitch! Heard thudding footfalls striding toward him, toward the door. Heard the second man call out to Reese, Dom, don't! Then heard a third voice say, Don't do that, Reese. A voice Danny knew. A harsh voice. The voice of a man who'd creeped Danny out from the moment he'd first met him. Maddox, 
the project's shaven-headed, stone-faced head of security, the one with the missing ear and the star-shaped burn around it, the man he knew was nicknamed the Bullet by his equally creepy men. Then he heard Reese say, Go to hell! And the door swung open, and Reese was suddenly there, standing before Danny, a surprised look in his eyes. Danny heard a distinctive metallic double-click, a sound he had heard in a hundred movies but never in real life, the all-too-familiar sound of a gunslide. And the second man, the man who'd been arguing with Reese all along and who Danny now recognized, turned to the bullet and yelled, No! Just as a muffled, high-pitched cough echoed from behind Reese, then another, before the scientist jerked forward, his face crunched with pain, his legs giving way as he tumbled onto Danny. Danny faltered back, the suddenness of it all overwhelming his senses as he struggled to keep Reese from falling to the ground. A warm stick.